bags down, spikes on. Welcome to the track. Hi, my name is Colin Waitzman. I'm going to be host of this episode of Track World News. And today we have an extraordinarily special guest joining us. He is the fastest man in Oregon, coming out of Portland, Oregon, second fastest time in NCAA history in the 100 meters, the time of 9.86, your 60 meter NCAA champion in 2021, 2021 Olympian, three-time Gatorade Athlete of the Year, U20 World Gold winner in the four by one, the quad god, Makai <laughs> Williams. Makai, thanks for joining us today, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Well, first, got to start off with the nickname, the quad god. Where did this come from? Who who gave it to you? What's the origin story of this? It's just like a weird thing. Like, I don't know. Just everyone just talks about my legs. Like, it's just like a weird coincidence. Like, everywhere I go, it's my legs. Always, like, no matter what it is. Especially when I put on, like, like one of my, any uniform I had to just do like, bro, your legs are massive. How do I get bigger legs? I'll just be like, genetics. And then in my comments, it's like this year, people were just like, in there, like giving me nicknames. It was either Quadzilla, Quad God. And I just kept seeing Quad God coming up a lot. And I don't know, I just thought it was funny. So I just embraced it. I'm like, bro, why are people call me these names? Like, that's weird. <laughs> and then I just, I kind of just embraced it. Just, it was this kind of funny name, like Quad God. And some people made graphics for me of it. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's a hit. That's a hit right there. So I just kept going with it. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. It's just like a whole bunch of names. I had Quadzilla, Quad God quad man quad father like it's just a weird name it was just it was just something i just went with because i seen it the most i just embraced it now but yeah yeah i don't think i'd seen anything like that since uh saquon barkley like everyone just yeah. talking about him i was like oh yeah this guy's got the the saquon barkley level calves like it's, yeah it's, it's crazy is it have you always has it always been like that or just like since you really started in in college I think it's more of in college. Like, I never still had really big legs. I, I obviously had big legs, but I've never had, like, crazy big legs. I think it's just because the uniform and, like, the level uh, that I'm at now. Because no one in high school ever said anything about my legs or quads. It just happened more of just in college. Like, people were like, damn, but your legs are actually massive. Like, that's insane. But it's also probably because, like, in high school, I didn't really lift. So then now, like me going to college, start lifting heavy, so I start getting all the muscles and stuff. So that could be another reason, but it's still pretty crazy. <laughs> like it's still a crazy nickname, but I just embrace it now. It's pretty funny. It's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's uh, nice to be able to have a, a nickname that your your fans, people watching, yeah. <laughs> gave you. So I'm sure yeah. one of the questions that, you know, like I mentioned to you earlier, we had a ton of fan questions, the most ever. Yeah. The most one of the most common ones was. What type of numbers are you putting up uh, on the squat rack? So I, I don't know. Have, have you have you maxed out before? I know sometimes in track people don't go for that. What what type? Of actually, numbers? I actually never maxed out before. Like, nah, because like I never knew where to like start. So I'd always end up starting too low, and then I'd end up getting to like a number. Like I got to like four thirty one time, and I just like did it super easy. And then they were, and then everyone's like, bro, you could have went to like, oh my god, you could went so much more. And then like I had to stop there because like there's a at, at Oregon there's like segments you do like two two one one or whatever to a max so I ended up doing my one so it's my last one I'm just like dang and it was messed up because like our um our sheet that has all the weights on it it only goes to 400 pounds so I remember when I got to 430 we were sitting we were sitting there for like 20 minutes trying to figure out like in kilos okay this is in kilos we're trying to get to 430 but I definitely feel like I could. I don't know if I honestly if I played football I'd probably be squatting like six something. Like if I was playing football, I'd probably be like twenty more pounds. I'd probably be squatting like six hundred. But if I did if I squatted right now, I'd probably be at like I don't know, maybe like five fifty, I don't know. So maybe somewhere around there. Cause like four thirty wasn't really that bad and that was last year and I just think I could probably go. Ooh. So if yeah. you heard it here first, sprinters of the world, if you think that you're the best squatter, you, you got to come at Makai first. Yeah. That, so. <laughs> so, I, I know you're you're a Portland guy, but yep. if you're, for anyone watching this video, we got a giant Miami heat flag uh, right behind you. What's the origin? Why are you picking the heat? Like, where'd that come from? Well, when I was younger, I was like a very of a LeBron fan. So like... I don't know. I just love LeBron. 
and then my uncle got it for me for like a Christmas gift. I just never took it down. I just, I still actually like the Heat, but I don't know. LeBron's not there, D-Wade's not there, Bosh is not there. Like, kind of ruined it. Like, that was my, that was my era of kid. Like, I just loved, I loved them back then. And I don't know. They're okay now. I just, I don't know. The heat fell off. But I still like the team. But I definitely, I'm still a Portland guy. I just used to love the LeBron James and stuff. So, so like, yeah. what, uh, outside of track and field, like, what, what type of sports do you follow the most? Like, what, what teams, teams do you claim? Like, what do you like? The teams I like, the sport I follow the most is definitely football. Uh, I like NFL football. Like, I, I could, I honestly could watch football all day. I love Madden. Madden's the game. But I play football. The team I like the most, I was kind of hard. Like, one of my favorite teams is the Giants, but the people I like to watch the most is Justin Fields. Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson are my favorite quarterbacks. And I could watch them, like, any day. Like, Justin Fields, like, his team is horrible, but I just like watching them. And then Lamar Jackson is – they're just, like, crazy talent. I like watching them. Um, but, yeah, the Giants has just been my team. I don't know why. I just – it's a team that I've been liking for a long time. And I don't know, they just suck. Like, this is the only year that they were above 500. And that's crazy. But I know that you, I know you're an Eagles fan. They're going crazy this year. Oh, Eagles yeah. are crazy this year. And it's kind of insane to even think about it. Like, Eagles are up. They're going to the Super Bowl. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm yeah. Uh, you hit the nail right on the head. I'm a huge Birds fan. Like, I, I love just talking trash to all of my Giants fans, friends right now. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, like you said, I think we're going to the Super Bowl. We're winning it again. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is that guy. He's not overrated. He's going to take some props. props. I actually hated the Eagles, but I give you props because y'all are going crazy. And Jalen Hurts is a dog. So uh, he is a straight dog. But yeah, football is the most. Yeah, football. I keep it with basketball a little bit, but not as much as I used to. Football is just like, I don't know, it just got my attention. I just can't stop watching it. Uh, but yeah, football. For sure. What, uh, what, did you play football or what, what kind of sports did you do when uh, outside of just uh, just track and field? I did like every sport, but football was the first sport that I like officially started. I remember my grandma, my grandma put me in it without my mom's approval. And I was in, yeah. So I remember I was playing football without my mom knowing. And then she was like, no, no, no. And I ended up being really good at it. So my mom actually ended up keeping me, keeping me in. But I remember I did every sport because my mom wanted to keep me like, just like doing something where I'm not just sitting. sitting. So I remember in the fall, I would do uh, like basketball. I'd do football in the fall. Winter, I'd do basketball. And then springtime, I'd do baseball. And summer, I'd do track or something like somewhere around there all the time. And then I ended up just saying, I hate baseball. I only did some spring track and then summer track. And then I would just do that as a constant cycle. I think it was good. It kept me busy and kept me engaged because I always had practice. So I was never doing the wrong thing. I was like, okay, well, I got football here. I got, what's it called here? I got what's it called here. So I was always doing the right thing all the time. So yeah. pretty good. What uh, what position were you for, for football? Football? It depends. Like I played like literally every single position. <laughs> every single position besides quarterback. But my main position was either a slot, running back, I play corner and uh, safety. But, Did you ever want to go to to school for for track or for for football, or was it always you know track and field all the way? Nah, I was definitely football. I wanted to play football, but my mom first off the school I went to, our team was horrible, and our team ended up getting cut my uh, sophomore year, so we ended up having no football team. So I ended up just saying, okay, let me. I was hundred percent focused on football because we only had eleven players my freshman year that I played. We had 11 players, only 11 on both sides. So I was playing literally every single position. Some games I was over here trying to throw the ball. I'm like, okay. But I played 11. My mom, the next year, I remember my mom was like, you're not playing. There's only 11 players. You're not playing. And I'm not going to take the chance of you getting hurt and losing your opportunity to run track in college. And at that time, I hit my mom. I was like, no, I want to play football. Mm -hmm. But I guess it ended up being the right decision but I still like football like I don't know I still can see myself being up there with Tyreek Hill that's why I sent him a message I literally texted him I was like on Twitter I'm like you don't want to smoke like whatever he ended up calling back but he's scared he's scared he didn't want because the thing is like 
don't know. I can see myself playing football. And that's why I even texted him because I can I can see myself. But I want to try to intermingle like sports. That's the goal of mine. Is to try to like intermingle sports. Like uh like I see like basketball players go with football players, football players go with basketball players, but there's not many track guys that are intermingling with other sports. Like I want to be like a person that can be like yeah, I, I can create videos and run routes with Tyreek Hill, but then I can also go dunk on, uh, I don't know, LaMelo Ball. Like, I don't know. I just kind of want to intermingle and kind of change the dynamic of track and field. I think that'd be pretty cool because speed is for, isn't everything. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, how can we like get the get track and field into more of the, the public mainstream? Like, yeah, that's exactly. It's like, I remember, geez, I saw photos of like, um, Carl Lewis was like with Tupac and like yeah. Pele and like this this dude knew everybody like it's like yeah. how, get get that celebrity get that coolness back of like hey you know you're you're intermingling like you said mingling with other other sports other athletes yeah. like top level people for sure yeah, that'd be pretty sick especially because a lot of the track guys I feel like could do a lot of a lot of world class stuff with other world class athletes so I think it'd be pretty cool because I know there's guys that run track that could go up there and and put some cleats on and then go up there, either go route some people up, go shoot some goals in the soccer, or they can put on some shoes. I know some athletes are super athletic, super versatile. So it'd be cool to see some of them over here dunking with LeBron James or something. I don't know. I just think it's cool. I think it'd be cool to be like, hopefully like at the change of that or like come into something like that. I just want to kind of yeah. do yeah. Literally, when I was walking down here, like to do my to do the inter to, to this interview, I passed by like the TV and like on the TV, the, the Clemson quarterback, whoever is in right now, apparently like won states and like the four by four, the 400, the 200, the 100. Yeah. They're showing that. And I'm like, yeah, like so clearly there's people here that are football players that have like this track background, like most yeah. people do. And so it's like, how can we connect the two? Like, I mean, we saw yeah. last year with, um, I guess it was two years from now with DK okay. um, yeah. doing the doing the racing and stuff like that. So like, That'd be cool. yeah, how, how to connect. I imagine, imagine if we he came over to our sport and then we came over to his sport. Like, you know how much, who, how could that be like the best track and field athletes to see if they can guard DK? Like, that's just how I think. Like, it's just so cool. Like, I don't know the possibilities. He came to our sport. Now we got to go to his sport and try to do what he does at a high level. Like, that'd be cool to have the comparison because people want to see that. Like, how is it to be a professional track athlete, how is it to be a professional um, NFL player? I don't know. I just think myself like that. I want to hope to be somewhere in that change, but it's pretty cool. You think you ever try to reach out to the Oregon to do like a pro day with uh, with Oregon or something like that? I want to do that. I actually want to do that. Like when I'm in my peak shape, when I'm over here running really fast, I want to see if I can run a 60. Like, uh, Actually, I think I did. On, I think I did on Twitter one time. I want them to set up me like a sixty. That'd be so sick. Imagine me over here trying to do like a sixty over here when I'm peaked out, running really fast, trying to break a world record. Like that'd be pretty sick. I remember I actually texted Destroying last year. I texted Destroying my, like, hey man, let's try to set it up. Never text me back. But then I ended up texting him again. I was like, hey man, let's race. He's like, I'm not racing your fast ass. <laughs> that had me so dead. But yeah, I don't know. That's hopefully a goal. Like I think I could. I definitely have the like the build for it. So I definitely think it'd be pretty funny, pretty cool. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And so you mentioned earlier, just a second ago, the Tyree Kill, um, yeah. Tyree Kill moment. Here, let me. I got the tweet. Got the tweets out in the interest. Inter yeah. Read this out for those that don't know. So this was on December first, so about a month ago. Uh, you tweet out. Hey, Cheetah, I heard you got some speed. You want to race after the season. I saw you ran a 998, but you had a small hurricane at your back. And he says, Truz, I, I ain't one of them. You don't want that. So <laughs> we know that there's been some, some back and forth with, uh, with him and Usain Bolt, with him and Trayvon, just him and track and field in general. He, he calls out everybody. What's yeah. the, tell, tell us what, what came about that and um, you know, why he wanted to tweet out out at Tyreek. I don't know. I just kept seeing him on TikTok talking about being Usain Bolt. And I, don't know, I just feel like out of everyone in track and field, I have similar like body type to him, similar running style. Um, I think it'd be pretty cool to like set some up like, like that, especially because um, I'm still young and up and coming. 
So it'd be pretty cool to like set something up, especially because I like football. I play football. Like, I don't know. I have the buy type of football. Everyone in my comments be like, but can he catch a football though? So it's like, I already have all that football stuff with, here with me. So it's just kind of, it was just kind of funny because the reason why I did it is because someone uh, uh, tagged me on um, like a TikTok. It was like, but he can't be Mikado. <laughs> and that's why, that's why, that's why I did it. And uh, I definitely think I would smoke him. Any race, I'd smoke him. 40, smoke him. 60, smoke him. 100, I'd smoke him. But like, he's scared. He's super scared. Kind of, I, I DM'd him like, hey, bro, big fan. Uh, let's try to get this set up. Da, da, da. Never reply. But I don't know. It's pretty cool that he even replied back, trying to get my name out there, just trying to like not only be known as a runner, but have like other avenues. Because obviously, I love football, so I kind of want to create something that's like with football, but I also have track, of course, but just football and some other sports that I enjoy. I'm an athlete. I enjoy all sports, so um, I kind of want to intermingle something if I can at one point. Yeah, you you think there's any? I don't know what it's what it's like with the dynamic for you and and, and with Oregon. Have you had much uh, communication with you know the other other athletes or other teams at uh, Oregon of like, hey, what type of stuff could we do with maybe the the football team or the basketball team or whatever it is? Try to connect with some of those athletes because obviously like one of the best one of the best schools athletically um, in the country. So plenty of those people are going pro in whatever sport it is. I don't know if you've been able to you know create anything uh, with them. Yeah, I have some stuff. Hopefully, this next year where we could like where I could go inside the facilities and hopefully do something. But I'm trying to like keep it like a secret. But I want to create something like uh, with other athletes, and that's hopefully the goal for this next year. Um, especially because I want to use what I got. I have all the resources here at Oregon, so I want to hopefully create something that's entertaining to not only me but to the people watching that can connect me with other athletes and show different perspectives. For sure. Something yeah. that I've really enjoyed over the last probably two months or so that you've been doing is just like your depth into or your dive into content creation, like Instagram reels or, you know, tweets or TikToks, whatever it is, have been like really stepped the game up, like of producing yeah. like great content. Like once I started seeing that, I'm like, man, I got to start making some better, better stuff over yeah. here. We got athletes doing great stuff too. Like yeah. what was the inspiration like? Uh, to be able to start making that a bigger focus um, for you, you know, going forward here? I like, it's kind of hard to explain. Like, I always feel like, uh, how do I explain this? Mm. In terms of me creating my brand and stuff, I always felt like um, I never wanted to only be known as just a runner. Even though I'm really, really good at it, I kind of have other talents. Like, I like pictures, videos, video games, uh, et cetera. Um, like obviously I want to be known as being a fast runner, but I also want to be known like worldwide, not only for track and field, but to have like other um avenues and create connections here. Kind of like destroying. He has a really good fan base. Like he does football, he does soccer, like he has he does like different avenues and stuff. So that's really what I wanted to like create because I felt like I was only posting like my other feed, I was only posting my track, track and field. Like I feel like when I was looking through like a lot of track and field athletes they don't show their other talents or other interests or whatever so i guess kind of wanted to just show like my interests. i just wanted to show like like i already had cool ideas i just wanted to put them out i kind of just start like putting out stuff that i was like scared of putting out like oh maybe i shouldn't put this put this out because like i'm a runner and i was like wait i'm a runner but i have, I have other passions i'm not only a runner so i just got i just started creating like other stuff i I already had a, my brand. Like I wanted to create clothing already. I was this fan art um, company was creating some clothes for like fans, mm -hmm. and I always liked clothes anyways. So I kind of was like, okay, fan art is cool. But later, I was like, maybe in the future, I want to start creating my own fan stuff. So then this summer, um, I just was like, dang, I want to start creating my own stuff. So I started making uh, my own brand LLC, like Instagram, whatever, and start producing clothes. And I was like, whatever, if it doesn't do good, it doesn't do good. I hope people are like like my vision. So I don't know, I just ended up just, I don't know, kind of just going out the box. I kind of rambled, but I kind of just went out the box. Yeah. And I just wanted to, I don't know, I kind of want to be like the stepping stone to show people like, yeah, I run track, but I also have a clothing brand. Yeah, I run track, but I also play video games and stream. Yeah, I run track, but also just because a lot of athletes do that already. 
they just don't show it. And I just think it's good to show it because the people that are your fans can connect to you in terms of like you being scared on a video game or you being like, I don't know, you starting your own clothing brand has a meaning behind it. I don't know, like I feel like people can connect to you like that. And that's why I created my brand just to like hopefully empower, like I don't know, empower people to like move forward. Oh my bad, but but hopefully empower empower people to hopefully like I don't know because my brand like the meaning of it it's my initials it's M J W because my name is Kaiser and my Williams and then uh, the meaning behind like my street word brand is don't let judgment inflict who you become just trying to like empower people to not let someone's judgment like change who they become um, that's kind of how I felt when I was like trying to like start this brand i was like i don't want to do this because people are going to like judge me or do this or do this so i kind of like wanted to create my brand after like hopefully empowering people to become who they are um but yeah that's pretty much what happened i just started realizing that i can do whatever that i want and if people don't yeah. like it then it's on them like people some people will like it at some point so yeah and like I, I went on this this morning to see it, uh, to check it out again. And yeah. it, it seems like you're killing it. Like I went to go try to buy like a shirt and it's like, damn, every size is like out. You have two left yeah. and like a few, like there it's selling out quickly. Yeah. It's like, it's it's pretty cool. Like I, the, yeah. your, the character guy is just like, it, it, it's really dope. I like him. What's like the, how have, how do you think has been the reception like on how your brand that you developed like MJ dubs, like, how has it been going so far? And then what do you see it growing to be uh, in the future? Like, what is your your hopes um, for that brand? I know you've mentioned destroying, like um, yeah. for, when it comes to the content side of things, I don't know if uh, you'd be like a similar type of thing for, for apparel, because I think he's what, 10 toes down, is that it? Oh, yeah. Does. yeah, so like, what's uh, like, how do you envision, you know, MJ Dubs growing um, as you grow as, a, as an athlete here? So, like, it's kind of weird because the, the reason why I made the brand was just for, like, fan apparel anyways. Like, just MJ Dobe, I was just going to make something for, like, fans or whatever. But then I didn't want to be versatile because I wanted to be more versatile. I kind of wanted to create because I already liked big baggy clothes that have crazy stuff anyways. And my grandma's an artist, so I kind of had the artistic feel. I Like, I feel like I already had the artistic feel in terms of, like, creating clothing and stuff. I just needed like a platform and I kept making excuses. I kept being like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this. And I ended up just doing it. And, uh, but hopefully, I thought I, I ran again before, hopefully for my brand in the future, I wanna have two sides. Obviously you wanna have a streetwear side that creates like cool, high fashion clothing that people could wear, that could walk around. That's like, I don't know that, like a college kid or like a young person could wear in terms of like streetwear, like oversized, cool people could just wear then they know the meaning behind it like hope like for judgment hopefully to help empower the people and then hopefully i would have another side that's just like fan apparel clothes like here it is i'm about to run that i don't know worlds or this or this so people can buy specific uh clothing um there but in the future hopefully i can just get big enough to where i could just like start creating anything like hopefully I have good enough like a fan base where I can start creating big clothes off the crazy ideas got crazy ideas for clothing so I could hopefully just like people can start buying it and have like a bigger fan base and hopefully hire people that can manage this part of the brand this part of the brand and then hopefully keep growing uh hopefully a cool thing I seen like Allison Felix has her own brand yeah and I think it'd be really cool to like ultimately have my own brand one day and then maybe sponsor like other athletes and I don't know I just think that's just big but hopefully I could like one day have my own brand and create spikes and shoes and like hopefully like sponsor other athletes that are coming up to wear my brand hopefully I have a big impact on the track community and then I could start helping people that way and then I don't know ultimately mostly my goal is hopefully to help inspire people worldwide I my goal was hopefully to inspire people within Oregon in terms of like creating like this cool streetwear clothing because that people could wear it because it's definitely a style now like people love like the old vintage oversized look and um, that's just always what I liked even before like it became super trendy so hopefully I can go worldwide and I can start having people like it was cool like when I first dropped it and there's people buying it from like 
Maine. I'm like, how is someone from <laughs> Maine following me and why yeah. are they not sure? So I think it's really cool to have like that because then maybe someone else could be like, dang, like where'd you get that? Oh, I bought from this. And hopefully like word to mouth and stuff. So hopefully I can become worldwide where people can start like buying it and just like, because I didn't make that much before. So the fact that I even I only made 50. So the fact that I even had people buy it because I was scared. I was like, oh, can people buy it? The fact that I like, these amount of people even buy that. I think it's really cool. Yeah, it, it can be nerve wracking putting this stuff out because it's like, you don't know if anyone's gonna get it. And it's like, I remember when I was, you know, making a shirt or just starting with this, I'm like, is anyone outside of my mom and my dad gonna actually yeah. listen or gonna actually do it? Like, I mean, yeah. it's like a sense of vulnerability. Like you have no idea what's gonna happen. Then, you know, when you get your first purchaser from Maine or your first follower that isn't one of your friends, it's like, yeah. whoa, this is this is bigger than I thought. Like it's a cool moment. So it's like- That was really cool. Yeah, for sure. Really cool for that to happen, especially because I don't know, one of my, this guy that I met this summer through this camp, he has his own screen printing um, company out here named yep. Laneway Studios. And I remember he was, I was like pretty much interning him, just like asking if I could just like learn all the details about screen printing and stuff. And he like took me under his wing, which I appreciate. Like he like took me under his wing and I started learning the basics and everything. And he was just helping me print my ideas. I'd create ideas and he helped me print them. And I appreciate that. Cause like, and then the thing that he, he said, I stuck with me. He was like, I was like, dang, I don't even want to print these. Cause I'm scared of if people buy them. And he was just like, nah, dog, like I'll like just print it just print it just do it because like don't it doesn't matter what anyone else cares as long as you like it and you wear it then that's all that matters you don't have to sell none but like i'll still support you and i was like dang yeah so it was pretty cool because obviously i knew my family and my friends were going to support me so the fact that he was just like yeah man like i'll support you like did it kind of meant a lot especially because he has his own brand and he has his own company his own screen printing and he's starting up and i'm starting up so it's pretty cool to, to have someone that does yeah. like support me and stuff. So, yeah, having somebody that can be like, yeah, let, let me let me show you the ropes. Let me tell you like what's yeah. going on, like what to expect. Like this is the, the this, these are the highs of it. These are the lows of it. Like, yeah, no, for sure, perfect. So now I want, wanted to take you back uh, a little bit here for the beginning of your your track kind of uh, career. So you're from Portland, Oregon. I've seen some some of your reels where you were you know at Oregon games or football yeah. games, or whatever. Was U of O like always the choice or were, were there other places that you were thinking of when it came to, you know, where you wanted to spend your collegiate career? When I was younger, I like wanted to go to Oregon because of the Anthony Thomas for football. I really, like to be honest and honest, like when I was picking schools, like I didn't technically was like, oh yeah, I'm hundred percent going to Oregon. I honestly hated the cold. I actually hate the cold. So I was just like, nah, I'm not going to Oregon. So I wasn't even going to take a visit for real. Cause I was like, I already went on the unofficial. Like I live down the street. There's no need for me to go take an official visit. And then I really wanted to go like somewhere warm. Like, bro, I gotta go to like, I gotta go to like Cali or like the South or something. Cause I'm like, I want to train in the warm. Like, I'm tired of this cold. <laughs> and then that's really what I was stuck on. And then ultimately, ultimately I just had. Like, I literally had, like, I was just, I prayed and I was just like, yeah. But I prayed and I was like, please tell me where, like, I should go. And then I just, I had just signs that were just like organ everywhere. That's like everything. Like, it was, it was kind of surreal. Like, like, I don't know, I kept seeing organ this, organ this. Like, I was driving and seeing organ people talking about organ. It just had a lot of like um, things telling me that it was the right decision. And I still didn't believe it. I was like, nah, I was like, nah, 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 you're not fooling me with this one. You're not fooling me with this one. And then that's why I committed really late. Like I, I committed in like, um, like January, which is late. The signing is like November. And I'm like, nah, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. So I kept struggling because I kept fighting it. And then I just, I told, and I ultimately just believed in it. And I ultimately made the best decision for like hopefully my parents, for my mom, my grandma, and my coaches to be able to travel to see me. And super convenient for me to be able to just drive up and down to see my parents whenever. Like, so that was another reason to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Made a made a right decision. You've been doing yeah. uh doing great, putting up crazy times, national champion. I mean, could you take yeah. me through that that time? 60 meter national champion, what I think 2021, right? Like 
what was that feeling like? Uh, I, I still see the image all the time, the the two hands up, like celebrating. What, what was yeah. that moment like for you? I was super nervous. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was <laughs> nervous because like, I've had Spotlight before, but I never felt like I had Spotlight like that. Because um, first off, it was a weird year because it was COVID. So, like, there was no fans, no nothing. We had masks on, and it was kind of like a weird situation. And it was just like, I've never been in like an environment to where like you, cause the thing is I came in as that guy, like, yeah, man. Like, cause I came in as an under, like not an underdog, but no one really knew about me. But then by the time indoor came around, I was running the fastest time. So then I was just like, it was kind of weird. Like I'm over here warming up and I got cameras like watching me and stuff. So I was a little nervous. Um, that's, that's, that's probably why I was like so slow to react. But I was a little nervous, and I did. I just didn't want to fall start. Like that's probably that's the only thing that I was thinking about. Cause I practiced like a week before I fall started. First time ever, like fall start. Like oh my god, like I'm so nervous. So then I just was in my head like don't fall start, don't fall start, don't fall start, don't fall start, don't fall start. But then after I got it, like all the nerves went away. I got in the blocks. The nerves kind of went away, and I kind of just start like settling in to start realizing like. If you want to be the best, you got to like take, you got to be able to take the, you being like one of the best. So I just, I don't even know, like maybe do my arms up. I don't even know why I was just running and then it just naturally just went up and then people just had a million pictures. I'm like, ah, oh, snap. But I don't know, it was just a natural thing. It felt pretty good, especially coming in because I was only 19 and then I ended up just like winning my first um NCA so it was just like wow that's pretty cool but pretty yeah cool. it was a like excellent moment like crazy I can only imagine that was your because it's your first that was your first NCAAs right yeah, that was my first NCAAs ever so it was pretty cool to win it because I don't know my coach Curtis had confidence in me to win it but like, I was like I'm only a freshman like I got a couple more years like that but then he was like nah bro you got this you got this you, you, you just believe it and then that's when I started believing in myself so mm-hmm. Didn't you, that was the team title that year, right? Yeah. Yeah. What was that like being able to, I mean, because you guys had a crazy team with what yeah. yourself, like Cole Hawker, Cooper Tier, like that, that whole DMR, like, yeah. um, you know, went, you know, broke the like NCA record. Like, yeah. Um, that the team just went insane. Like, Manuel, like, what, what was that like, you know, bringing home the, the, the hardware that day? Yeah. Uh, it was just still a crazy like experience. Like, I still can't even imagine it. Emmanuel is a dog because he came there in January and he won the NCAA in March. Like, he literally landed in Oregon in January after break and won NCAAs in March. Like he's a dog. But I don't know. It's just like I didn't realize how crazy my team was until I until I got there. I'm like, okay, I won. We got this team title. My my roommate Gas has made it. Like he got, I think he got fifth. Then I'm like, okay, we got two people. That's a couple points. And then all of a sudden I see Cooper win that. Oh snap! Cool one. I'm like, oh snap! The DMR won it. Oh snap! EJ won it. I'm like, holy lord, bro, we're about to win. And it was pretty cool because I don't know. This is my first title like that because on my my Benson team in high school, we never really won anything in terms of just like like big. I was always individual, so it was really cool winning something with my team, my guys I'm training with and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Like the experience was pretty sick. I'll never forget it. I mean, we were running around with the trophy. I'm over here like, ah, like it was pretty, it was really fun. And I, I don't know. I, I, was, I was hoping that we could have won the triple crown. Like I would have actually blew my mind if we would have won the triple crown. But the fact that we won indoor for my first time and I could contribute to it was pretty cool. Yeah. just had it, that entire team like you're saying oh, i didn't realize how good it was like he's like half that team like made the olympics like like it was yeah, crazy yeah yeah it was just a crazy uh crazy time and then yeah, to go forward with that like qualifying you make your first olympic team uh in in 2021 part of the uh, as, as part of the the, the relay what, what was that like to be able to say like now like hey that's that's an accolade that, that you've had and you're qualifying being a part of the team yeah, it's still crazy to me because, like, my goal, like, if this video is on YouTube, I remember, uh, if I got consent to, there was a video when I was um, in high school saying that I wanted to make the Olympic team and that my Olympic year would be when I'm 18. 
So is that like, it was kind of like relieving because it was always the goal that I set once I started like taking track really seriously that I wanted to make the Olympics. And I remember those videos on YouTube where I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna make it this year, my senior year. And then obviously COVID happened. So I'm like, damn, like I can't make it. So it was just really cool also because like I was one of the only college kids in the final. So it was kind of nerve wracking. I'm like seeing all these guys that are making millions to thousands of dollars right next to me. And I'm over here just like, I had NCAAs last week. Yeah, so it was really, really cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool because- Still my dorm room. <laughs> yeah, I was still there. I'm over here in my dorm, in my apartment, and these guys are making millions and they're flying here and they got, they got trainers. So it was pretty cool that I was like one of the only college kids to like be in the final. And it was pretty cool because like, I don't know, like when you run out of fast stuff, you don't really think about like competing. For me, I never really think about competing against like the best, best. The fact that I was able to like go over there and compete against the best after having a full collegiate season, like it was just still pretty cool that I even made it. And it was pretty cool because like I got to go to Tokyo for free. I got to see this and it was a weird Olympic. So like, I, I don't think there would ever be Olympics like this again. So like, it was just something that I'll never forget getting COVID test going on an empty plane, getting in business, like, it was just something that no one will ever, like, ex like experience again. So it was, I'm very happy that I was able to be a part of that team. Yeah, for sure. I know, obviously, like, everyone wants to, you know, compete and be able to go. I know there was some, like, I've talked to, I've heard some stuff from, you know, the people that were there, like, you know, Trayvon and, and all them of, like, what was going on with the, like, just the relay. Like, from your perspective, like, like what, what were the feelings for you where it's like, hey, you know, you, you came fourth there. Obviously, you believe you're deserving of going. You dropped crazy time that yeah. year as well. Like, what were kind of the emotions like when you're like, hey, I'm, I'm ready to go. Like, I want to compete. But then, the, you know, your name just didn't get called, unfortunately. I couldn't even be mad. I actually, like, I was mad in the moment. But then, in reality, I just, I don't know. It's, the coaches made, like, a decision. So I ultimately had to, like, go with it. If they didn't think I was ready or they didn't think I was, they believed me to go, then and I just wasn't ready. I have no hate towards anyone. I just think it was a learning experience for me um, to hopefully not make it, like not only make it for the relay, but hopefully make it for uh, like the individual. But it was good. I learned a lot. I was able to train with them. Like I've never been able to train with guys that are like running that fast. So it was pretty crazy. I'm gonna be running, trying to hand off to Fred Curley. And I'm like, this guy's insane. And he's huge. Oh, this guy's huge. <laughs> Oh, you're trying to hand off to Fred Curley, and this, I'm we're saying stick, and this guy's taking two steps. Mom, I'm doing an interview. But yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but it was just crazy. Uh, yeah, it's just still crazy. Just like, I'll just never forget. I was running on the, the the track that we were training at, and I'm over here trying to hand off to Fred Curley, and they're like, "Run faster!" I'm like, "I'm running full speed." Curley's <laughs> just like just massive, but I don't know. It's just pretty cool. I, like training with them and then obviously something like Fred Curley and some and Noah and Grant like took me under their wing so I appreciate that and it was just pretty cool like I was rooming with Arianne so it was pretty cool like we were the young bucks on the block he's 17 I'm 19 so it was pretty cool to create connections like that and obviously like our room my room was me Arian, uh Javon Harrison because I knew him because on my visit in my USA team I had uh who I had? I had Kenny Selman, who retired, but he did 400 hurdles. Mm -hmm. I had Randolph Ross, and then we had Donald. He ran the, uh, he does the triple jump. We call him Donald Daddy. Scott. Yeah, call him Daddy Donald. Me and Eric, because <laughs> he was old and he's 29. I'm like, man, you're a daddy, you're really a daddy, Daddy Donald. <laughs> it was really funny. Like, and then we had, um, at, I don't even know who, we had another guy, I can't remember his name, but those are the number I, I remember for a fact. It was really funny, but. I don't know, it was pretty cool creating those like connections in the track and field world. So it was pretty cool to like go and like, I don't know, be roommates with Arian and see who he is and be roommates with obviously some of the people I already knew, but I don't know, it was pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. cool. Get to meet some people off the off the track and see like, okay, you're not just an athlete, obviously, like you're yeah. a person, you play COD, modern, you play Madden, just like, just like me, whatever it is. So yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure. And so uh, I'm curious on, on the flip side of things. So obviously ex like the extraordinary high in 2021, like national champion, fantastic. And then 2022, fortunately doesn't go your way with the, the false start. I remember watching that moment. Um, yeah. Curious, like 
what was going on in, in your head? Like what happened there? Like what, what was your reaction to, you know, that moment? And then how do you, you know, take that and then move forward with, you know, that experience? Like during the moment, I was very disappointed, but uh, obviously I have like great parents and great supporting staff and I have coaches and they like just getting me out. Of, they got me out of the bad group within like seconds. Like they were like helping me out uh, and stuff. And yeah, that stuff is sad to me, but ultimately, like, I wanted to be there for my team. So even though I did bad, like, I know my teammates were there and supported me. So then ultimately, I was just trying to be, like, the best teammate I could or, like, the best friend for, like, my other teams. Like, my friend, one of my best friends, Talitha, she she won, so I was getting hyped for her and stuff. And then even, like, other people that actually fall started, like Aaliyah Armstrong on LSU. She fall started. I went up to her and make sure she's good. So I don't know, like it, it was bad, but like ultimately I learned something and I actually learned like to like be a better teammate. Like I was just trying to be a really good teammate for everyone. Even Jaden, who uh, ran it, made it in the finals and Kimba that did, didn't do like she won. I was just trying to be a really good teammate. And I don't know, like it hurt when I was there, but the next day I was just trying to be like the best person I, I could be. Um, oh my God. Oh my god! But I was just trying to be, yeah, I was trying to be really good. It happens. Like I don't know. I just reacted to the first sound I heard, but the guys won, so I can't really go back. So mm -hmm. uh, it was really good. I can't really go back, but I could just say like the one thing I did learn to was to like embrace what happened, and uh, I was just trying to be the best teammate or yeah. best or best friend to support i don't want to like be grouchy and say i'm not going to me or not or hide so yeah so uh not anywhere near the same level that that you competed on but i had a similar experience when i was in college like i came in for conferences so not for nationals but that was like my nationals i wasn't yeah. i wasn't gonna be <laughs> wasn't gonna be that good <laughs> so it was like uh yeah came in as i came in as the number one seed and then I know I did. I was a pole vaulter, one of those yeah. crazy guys. And it was like, damn. And then we lose by eight points and yeah. I was projected to win. So I was like, well, that's great. Like feel, feel good about that. And so, yeah, it's like, but Hey, just cause you lose, like, doesn't mean you can't help your team yeah. you know, to be better. Cause it's like, it's, there's, it's a, such a long, it's a two day meet. It's like your, yeah. your seven second, six second race isn't, you know, yeah. the, the end all be all. There's so much more stuff going yeah. on for sure. Definitely. And then this outdoor season, like you dropped some of the craziest times in, in NCAA history, 983 windy, 986. Like what, what, what was, what's, what was the season like? Like, how did you feel about this past outdoor year for yourself? It was definitely good. It was more of just a learning experience again. Like when you have really good success, you got to know when to have really bad success or like really bad. Um, but I think it was really good. I worked my butt off. Like I was going the hardest I can, especially because I did bad indoors. So I was trying to like use that fuel to hopefully um, fire for me and win NCAAs. Outdoor didn't happen, sadly. But uh, I just I, every time I lose, or even when I win or I lose, I also learn. Like I like if I lose, I learn how what I did wrong, what I did this, what I did this. So like even when I lose. I, like I still learn. So like when people be like, oh, you're supposed to win. Like you're horrible. You choke. You're, you roll. Da, da, da. I still learn like what I did wrong and what not to do. Um, I'm ready now. I'm like, this is confident. I'm like, I'm finding balance in between and everything. I think the track and field finding balance because when you're in track and field, you're in there for 11 months, 10 months straight with hard training and running indoor and outdoor. So it's very like, like, um, like mental driven and I definitely found balance in terms of like starting my own brand starting clothing doing social media so like it, I have good balance in between so I'm not only focused on track because if you're really really only focused on track I think it's like very hard in your mental state especially if you're doing really good and you're like damn I'm up on top of the world I can do this and then when you're doing really bad you're like really like really down so it's really good that i found balance in between and i think being an athlete track and field athlete or an athlete in general i think finding balance is like a key to your success 100 percent. yeah it's like i'm not just not just an athlete there's so many more things yeah. that that i am and it's like can become easy to become engulfed with things like yeah. it's like hey this is my entire world especially yeah. when it's like 
got the outside noise of media like myself yeah. <laughs> and uh and fans and other things like telling you what what you should or shouldn't be it's like be can become a lot become a lot sure. um cool now i got some fan questions for you uh let, yeah. let me start it off here uh with off the track stuff so this is from uh I think you may know him aaron show or aaron chow yeah, that's, my, that's my roommate <laughs> my he roommate says, he says who is the best mario kart player in your friend group <sighs> this dude named brandon oh my god this dude named brandon he goes to lane um he's probably the best mario kart person i've ever seen in my entire life remember he came to our house and he was just like i'm the best Mar mario kart player here like just off bat and we, were, we were like coming in hot yeah. like coming in we were like no because previously like the best guy in this house was a guy lived across the hall his name is jack jack rowdy it's like he was like the best in the house we we're like you're not beating jack jack is the best and of course i'm third best i'm not even gonna say i'm the best because that's the cap but i was like yeah i'm the third best and then this dude came in here and just dominated like he dominated us and we we're just like okay 200 is too fast like it was 200 so they went to 150 dominated us again <laughs> and we're like, okay let's go to 200 and then he started doing they started doing shortcuts we're like he's like you all know the shortcut on this one and we're like no no and he was just dominating us and it was crazy he ended up yeah he ended up dominating he ended up getting mario kart at the house we're like he's 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 honestly the greatest person i've ever seen in my entire life he he came in dominated and then left like that was probably the most Dang. crazy crazy stuff ever and i pride myself on getting better at mario kart like um next time he comes around you better watch out for whoever yeah you yeah. know he's he's crazy though he'll probably still dominate anything is he said he hasn't played mario kart in a couple of years so i can imagine what he was doing like he had world records he said i can imagine what he what is what if he played every day like that's ridiculous but yeah he's the best mario kart player i've ever seen so aaron sorry it's not you unfortunately yeah. maybe l aaron yeah he's not l aaron <laughs> oh. uh next I, I hope you know this guy uh geov x castro oh yeah geo yeah okay. he says who is your favorite xbox friend uh probably geo just to be honest i'm trying to think my other friend my other friend, he ended up getting a P5, so he ended up leaving me behind. And then my other friend's barely playing me, so. Okay, let's do this. If it's my most consistent friend that plays the game, I'd say Geo. If it's my least consistent boy, I'd say Willie, because he, he's he's on like so inconsistently, but I'd say Geo, yeah. There you go. Geo got the shout out. Shout out, Geo. Shout out, Geo. Uh, <laughs> Up next, uh, so this is from Show Rocker. We kind of answered this already, but we can say it again. Um, did you play any other sports? Yeah, I did uh, football, basketball, track, and baseball. Hated baseball. Actually hated track. Only sport I liked was football and basketball. I was horrible at basketball, so I did football. And then I, the reason why I even started really taking track seriously was because I broke my ankle in seventh grade playing football and then like uh like short story like uh my coach playing football recommended this guy which is a track coach to help rehabilitate my ankle and ended up being like a legend in portland leon and then he ended up helping me he ended up being like man i see you got talent i think you can be really good i see you got speed i see you got wheels but like, if I want to help you, you got to take track seriously for a year because he knew that I just, like, played around, messed around, didn't take it seriously. He said, you got to take it seriously for a year if I help you. And I'm like, fine. And then I end up running crazy times. So I'm like, I'm not about to take this seriously. Next year, then I, end up, then I end up taking it seriously again next year and end up dropping crazy times again. I'm like, oh, no, there's no way. I want to be a football player. Like, I don't know. I got to what. So it just, it just end up having, like, like, it's just crazy how things work. Because I never in the world, if you'd have asked me my 7th, 8th, ninth grade, I would have been like, I'm going to the NFL. Like, I'm going to try to go to the NFL as much as I can. I'm going to go play for the Ducks or this team or this team. And because uh, I wanted to be Danny Thomas. Danny Thomas, the Michael James, I wanted to be like them. So like, there's no shot I'm going to play any other sport. 
And it's just it's just funny how things work because now I'm one of the best like track field athletes. If I never broke my ankle, I don't think I would ever took track seriously. So it's I just think it's it's, it's like a blessing for sure. Yeah, it it's crazy how yeah those moments where I'm sure when you break, you're like, dang, like I know yeah, I want to get back on the field with where there's yeah. 11 guys on one team. Yeah, <laughs> I got to play both sides. Of them. But yeah. then it's like, oh wait, oh well, if that doesn't happen, maybe I'm not an Olympian. You know, a couple yeah. years. Ago. So it's uh, yeah. crazy how it works. Uh, yeah. Then X Jason X says, "Can you tell the Amazon story?" The M. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. During COVID, <laughs> that's actually funny. That's funny. So if there's like third thing what I'm talking about, but it was um, UPS. But I think they every like they every article writes some weird. But I worked at UPS um, when I was during COVID trying to buy like my first camera because I, I like photography so i was working ups trying to buy my first um first camera and they had me working crazy i, I remember they had me lifting like they knew i was an athlete so they had me on there's this thing called uh, e-regs which are all the packages 70 pounds and heavier so they every time i go into work it'd be from like 10 to like 4 a.m I'd be carrying the heaviest packages in the world. And like, I remember they used to put me like literally like, I'd be over here in the lightest box. Like I'd be in the lightest cabin or whatever. And then they would literally call me and be like, oh, we need my car here. And I'm like, oh. and then they're like, hey man, we need you in the E-Reg pile. I'm like, no shot. And they had me lifting these 70 pound packages struggling and then I don't know. I just ultimately, I did what I had did. I struggled. I got the money I could to buy my camera out of there. I was out of there so fast, like it didn't even make sense. But I don't know. It's just a kind of a funny story because no one really thinks I was over here working at UPS grinding to get a camera or just to get some extra cash and COVID. Like people just like, oh, he's fast. He has money. He has this. But yeah, I had a couple jobs. That was the worst. That was the worst one. And it was from 10 to 4. So like it was kind of a weird time. Like, like I was I had the whole day, but then I'd have to sleep and then I'd have to like go to work from 10 to 4 a.m. And then like I wasn't tired getting back at 5 a.m. And then I'd have to like, yeah, it was kind of a weird thing, but I don't know. It was cool because I ended up getting like my first camera there. And I it was kind of cool because I worked hard for a couple of months to get my camera. Yeah. yeah, it was worth it. Those hours suck. <laughs> 10 to yeah. 4 a.m. Are you kidding yeah, 10 me? 10 to 4, yeah. It was, it was pretty bad. It's because I didn't want to go from 5 to 9 a.m. And then yeah. I, I didn't want to go from 1 to like 8 or whatever, 1 p.m. I didn't want to miss the middle of the day. Yeah. I don't know why. It's not like I was doing anything anyways. It was COVID, but I just didn't want to do it. But yeah, that was a crazy story because my mom, like, I, my mom would come home sore. Like, I was over here at a... Like, when I was working there, I feel like I was at a workout. Like I was doing constant workouts. I would come home sore every day. And my mom would be like, you got to quit. <laughs> You're about to go to college. You're about to go be training at Oregon. I'm not about to have you hurt your back trying to lift up these 80-pound, 90-pound boxes. So ultimately, I got my camera. My mom made me quit. She was like, she's like I don't care. If it's $100, 200 that you need to buy this camera, I will do it. You just got to quit. Because I'm not doing <laughs> getting hurt. And it was, it was just pretty funny, yeah. There you go. Well, that's, yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, last one from Anika McPherson. Uh, she says, what book are you currently reading? Book? I'm actually reading this one book. Like, I actually just started. Like, for me, it's like, it's really hard for me to get into reading. But I've been trying to push myself. I got this one book my friend recommended called, like, Limitless. It's yeah. Limitless, and it's just like, it's just like telling you ways to like unlock your brain and learn things faster and like kind of helps you with like developing like good habits and stuff. Um, but yeah, I literally just like I started this in the summer. I'm, I'm a horrible reader. I'm not even about to sit up here and cap. I started this in the summer. I started reading like 100 pages and then I just kind of got out of it. But then when I got back home, I, I started, I kind of started getting back into it. But it just takes me a long time to get into reading. Like, I really have to enjoy it. And I'm actually, I was enjoying it, but then I just, I don't know. I didn't like, sometimes I don't like taking the time out of the day for some reason. But, but yeah, that's the book. And it's really good. I recommend it. It teaches you about a lot for sure. 
Yeah. I'd, uh, I'd, if you like those types of books, and you can do this in an audiobook setting as well. So they have it on audiobooks and things, but any Malcolm Gladwell book, I don't know if you're familiar with him. He does, uh, my favorite one that he has is this book called Outliers. And so it looks at the habits of people that are at the top of their craft. So it looks at what are things that Olymp like not just Olympians, what, what do gold medalists do that are like these little habits that they have or these like multi, multi billionaires? Like yeah. what are these like habits, like or what are things that people do? And it, and it talks about psychology. So it's a lot of like the like brain thing. So it's like little, it might be like little things like, oh yeah, like tying your shoe, you know, your left shoe for like, you know, some just little crazy dumb things, but it's like, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Like yeah. I've read it like two or three times. Like he does, yeah. he's also actually a runner. He's a, he's like, a, he does like five K's marathons. Like he's- That's he's good. Yeah. So he has a lot of track and field stuff uh, kind of sprinkled through it as well. So yeah. I would highly recommend that if you, if you like that type of stuff. Yeah. I like books that like, can like teach me about stuff. I hate reading books. The reason why I hated reading books before is I hated reading books that just like couldn't help me. I like reading books that like in terms like could help me in some way. So like yeah. last part. I try to read I'm trying to start reading a book every month even though that doesn't sound good but I think for me that's a big improvement because I don't read to the fact that if I could read a book a month that's creepy that should be up there for me yeah yeah that'd be pretty good hey it's it's more than I'm reading right now so yeah that's, <laughs> that that's a goal for me for sure it's like sure. Goal, yeah awesome last question for you before we close out cool. um so if you so right now you got a bunch of fans of yours whether they're little kids growing up in in oregon trying to be sprinters or you know parents listening to this you know trying to get ready for for the day like what would you say is a you know a message you like to tell you know whether you know someone to, to keep pushing throughout their day like what's what's something that you would like to, to share to, to the people listening mm, i have like a couple of things the first thing is like no matter the circumstance like you can get through it that's one thing that like took me a hard thing to understand is like like it for me like i have a bad circumstance and i really dwell on it i would dwell on it so the one thing i learned is when you have a bad circumstance try to like really think positive about it and like think of the good behind it like it, it could be a horrible situation but you gotta like find the good out of it and when you find the good out of it i feel like for me personally it was like it took me to like uh, it took me to the next level in terms of like improving myself and like being mentally better and mentally good to go on for the next day. Um, I think that's a really important thing is like the mental piece and always thinking the good in a bad situation. Um, I think that's really, really, really important um, for development, not only for youth, but for adults that could be in horrible situations right now. But if you think you're going to be in a horrible situation, you're not going to get out of it if you think horribly about it. But if you think yeah, I'm doing this job that's 13, 65, and now we're, like, this is a horrible situation, but I'm going to use the money, the extra money to do this, 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 and this. Like, you got to, like, think about it in a positive way, and I think that's really important for um for growth. And then uh, the second thing I'd recommend is judgment. Like, like, for me, like I said, for my brand, a lot of people struggle with judgments, doing this and doing this. So I just, for me, I recommend people to not let that judgment stop what they want to do or if they're really interested in this or they want to do this i would say just do it um or if you wanted to go in this direction i would say do it no matter the outcome if you have no connections like you'll make connections you have no love like if you're starting at one follower like i think you should no matter what you have to do it and because you'll end up regretting it uh later on in life and that's why with me i just start doing it because if you don't do it then you're going to be regretting it later on and i don't want to have any regrets yep every uh every great race starts with the first step you can't win you can't be a national champion in the 60 if you don't yeah. take the first step out the blocks you gotta no, you gotta get yeah. there and you gotta get there mentally yep. there, physically and everything all those have to connect for you to be successful so for sure Makai, thank you so much for, for taking problem. the time to do this. Thank Where can you. people go if they wanted to learn more about uh, yourself, follow you, or, or anything like that? You can follow me on Instagram. Like I'm obviously like growing on there, and I'm pretty like open. If you send me a reasonable DM, a lot of the times I do open it. But if it's not reasonable, if it's like, how do I get fast? And I'm just be like, or why is your leg so big? I'm just be like, 
But if like people send me reasonable DMs, I'm usually open to try to help people as much as I can. Especially if I see it, like I, I'm pretty open and yeah, Instagram and I'm obviously on there trying to like inspire other people. So Instagram, I'm, on, I'm more on Twitter now. Like I, I post whatever now and there, that's funny. But yeah, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Anything with my name on it. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much for, no for taking thank the time, you. Kai. It's been awesome getting yeah. to know you. And thank you to everyone for listening. This has been another episode of Track World News. If you want to more content, go follow us over on Instagram at Track World News. But uh, thanks. Have a good one. Peace. Thanks, Bruce.